1965, yes, I know for some of you that number is ancient history, but there was a song released by a fairly well-known band at the time. While the song is an upbeat, catchy tune, the lyrics were set to a different tempo of their own. During one of the interviews, the artist said, you know, when the song came out, I was actually crying out for help. Most people think it's just a fast rock and roll song. I didn't realize it at the time. I just wrote the song because, well, I was commissioned to write it for a movie. But later, I knew I really was crying out for help. And during this interview, another bandmate said, you know, there were a lot of things we had to work through. We didn't talk about mental health. It was something really that, well, as four guys, you were more likely to make fun of than to be serious about. And the making fun of it was to hide from it, to hide from mental health. John Lennon had it all, or so it seemed, a legacy of musical history that lasted long past his death. He had fame, he had fortune to keep his lifestyle afloat with ease, Yet, he still longed for something deeper. Something that comes not from great wealth, nor fame on a screen, but something that our souls crave so desperately. Something that he wrote in a song called Help. If you haven't heard it, I highly recommend it. It's from a great album, uh, again, 1965, Help. And uh, there was a fun movie that went along with it. But help, help in understanding the chaotic beauty of life, right? We're all searching to navigate through these turbulent waters and comprehend all of these unfathomable forces that are around us. And just like him, deep down, John Lennon just wanted someone to make sense of these things with him, to connect over what may seem incomprehensible at times. He was no different than the rest of us. He was just, well, like the rest of us, he was in need to find someone with whom he could grapple these incomprehensible things with. He wanted someone to think together with him, to collaborate, to unravel the mysteries that clouded his life. And when he needed it, someone that he could ask help from. Does it sound familiar? I think it does. At least it does for me, too. Yes, Lennon was an amazingly creative artist, and his work with McCartney changed the course of musical history, at least in my opinion. But it's important to remember that behind all of this musical genius and fame, John Lennon was just like the rest of us. He was a normal human being who experienced highs and lows. More than anything else, this is what really binds us together, the commonality of life experiences. Whether we like to admit it or not, everyone faces moments of being overwhelmed, of being lost, of being uncertain, of how to get back to their feet. Help. Why is it so hard? Why is it so uncomfortable? Why are we so vulnerable 
to ask for such a thing as help. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. From early childhood, we're taught that crying is for babies. And if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. We're encouraged to keep our head down, power through the hurdles of life, and never to ask for help. Somehow along the way, we've internalized this idea that strength means bucking up and soldiering on without ever taking a break to acknowledge our vulnerability. We're human. And here's the thing. Real strength is in recognizing when you can't do it all alone. Accepting that asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, but rather a window for connection. Asking for help is a window for connection. It's a window not only for you and connecting with someone, but for growth. Asking for help can often feel like this huge step and one that requires like this special kind of bravery. And when it comes to asking for help, many of us tend to get in our own way. We can find ourselves in a psychological quicksand, insisting that we must be worse off than others before we can reach out and ask for assistance. But that doesn't have to be the case. Instead of getting lost down this rabbit hole, or even just having days where you feel not your usual self, stop. Give yourself permission to say, hey, you know what? I'm alone. I have no idea. And this is, this is too much for me to carry by myself. There's no metric. There's no benchmark. Whatever it is that's confusing or overwhelming you, it's okay to admit that you don't understand. It's okay to admit that you don't know. It's okay to admit you can't continue. Take a deep breath and declare with pride. Are you ready? Hey, I'm just a bit lost. <laughs> Sometimes it just feels good to say that. Hey, you know what? I'm, I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, I feel like I say that every day. I have no idea. But having the confidence to say, you know what? Right now, I'm a bit lost. Because asking for help doesn't mean lesser than. It means strong enough to recognize that every now and then, everyone needs a hand with something. I'm going to say that again even for my own sake. It doesn't mean lesser than. It means strong enough to recognize that every now and then, everyone needs a hand with something. One of the things I hear the most from with you, my listeners, is, you know, I just don't know how to ask. I need help. I want to talk about what I'm going through. I want my situation to be better. I just don't know where to begin, or my stomach turns to butterflies, or my tongue gets tangled, or this, or that. I hear you, and that is why this episode today is help. We've all been there. So, 
here's what I'd like for you to do. Write this down. It's important. Pause the podcast if you need to find something to write with. Okay, are you ready? Three words. Why? When? Who? I'm going to say those again. I hope you're writing this down. Why? When? Who? First things first. Why? Why do you need help? Asking why do I need help can sometimes seem like a silly question because the answer may be glaringly obvious, but taking some time to examine exactly why you need help and what it is that's prompting you to reach out, well, this can help clarify any emotional hurdles that you may be facing. Perhaps it's a lack of motivation in your professional life, and maybe it's a personal issue for which you're seeking emotional support. But asking yourself why you need help, it sometimes can seem like a no-brainer, but if you don't actually think about it, write it down and process, then how can you know how to address the why? Diving deep into the problem and understanding your motivations, this is key to unlocking the insights and understanding the why behind it. Take some time to really consider why you need help. Whatever the reason may be, reflecting on the why can direct you towards solutions that will enable progress, that will enable growth, all by asking from the perspective of why. Up next, when. When should I reach out? Knowing you should ask for help isn't always easy. We all know that, especially when it comes to acknowledging your own limitations. But before you let frustration or feelings of failure take over, it's also important to ask yourself, when? When do I ask for help? I know it may seem odd, but sit with me in this. It might be tempting to call up a friend or a family member and ask for help with a tricky problem. My kids do it all the time. But before you do that, it could pay off to have an honest look at the situation and evaluate the resources available to you. Are there sources of information or resources within reach that you can actually take action for yourself? If so, you might be surprised by how much progress you can make without abandoning it all on someone else's shoulders. Even if having assistance would speed things up, truly committing yourself to putting in the necessary effort will likely take you even further. And even if you do hit a wall somewhere, that's okay. You'll know that you've given it absolutely everything you had in you. And after taking a good, hard look at the landscape by yourself, and you've exhausted every avenue, then reaching out for help could be just the thing. But even if you don't think you have what it takes, I'm going to encourage you, because you might be surprised with yourself how far a little self-help can go. 
And finally, who? Who do I ask for help? It can be intimidating to reach out and ask for emotional help. These are emotions. These are not things that we consider light. And it can be even harder to decide who you should reach out to. Do you choose a family member? Do you choose a friend? Or do you choose a, a therapist, someone that's professional? Well, it all depends on your comfort level. Taking a deep breath and feeling the butterflies in your stomach, well, that can be what it's like to talk about your feelings or thoughts, especially with someone you know really well, like a family member or a friend. And it could be daunting to do this with someone that's really close to you because, well, emotions are powerful and they're heavily personal. So if you're seeking guidance on how to start the conversation or how to process through these feelings, a licensed therapist is definitely an option. Now, quick side note, instead of calling them therapists, which is like super heavy, I've never understood why that's such a heavy term, I like to call them dream whispers, right? Dream whispers. I mean, after all, what they do is help you make your dreams come true by allowing you to work through and resolve your emotional issues in a very safe space. And plus, it's just fun to say dream whispers. I feel like it takes an extraordinary kind of person to be able to listen to someone else's struggles and then help him or her find solutions. Dream whispers offer this kind of support. Not only that, but they have the ability to walk alongside you on this path, this path towards emotional healing, path towards releasing old traumas that have been blocking you from being yourself. In my opinion, dream whispers are truly powerful catalysts for positive change. So definitely something to consider. Now, on the other hand, someone like an older relative may know more about what you're going through than anyone else. And it's also important really quickly to be able to freely reach out for help without fear of judgment. When our backs are against the wall, having someone who can provide an open and supportive ear as opposed to well, harsh criticism and judgment, well, you know this, it makes all the world a difference. The last thing you want when approaching someone for assistance is someone who is more concerned about passing judgment rather than providing a listening ear and adequate help. That's why it's crucial when asking for help to consider who you are asking. Who? Because at the end of the day, you're asking for help, not a lecture. With this kind of open arms approach offered by an understanding friend or a family member or dream whisperer, the burden of feeling alone when encountering the various life hurdles we come across, it's much lighter when we have this. So just to highlight why, when, and who. Why do I need help? When should I reach out? And who do I ask for help? So now I'm going to put this into practice myself. And I must confess this, this is hard. I was an independent artist for more than 20 years before signing to a major label with my music. 
I like challenges. I love the impossible problem solving. I get up every single morning asking myself, what is the most impossible thing I can go after that day? But even I, I must confess, I have my limits. And, well, I need your help. I started this podcast in September of 2020 as a way to engage with my music listeners when the pandemic shut down my performance schedule. Now, after two years, I'm at an impasse, and I need your help. I actually never intended to become a podcaster. This podcast is a passion piece for me. I sit in my chair every week because of you, the listener, and the emails of how much this podcast means to you, how it's helped you through some of your most difficult seasons. Thank you. This is an honor. And I do not take those words of kindness or gratitude for granted in the least. These past two years have been an absolute highlight for me. And I'd like for it to continue. My performance schedule and music commitments are beginning to crowd my calendar as they did before the pandemic. I'm happy, I'm grateful, but in order for Comet Down to continue, I'll need to either scale back the episodes each month or, with your help, continue as it has been ever since the beginning, an episode every week. In the more than 70 plus episodes, you have never heard a single ad, not a one. I've been offered many, many opportunities to place various ads into each episode, and I've actually been offered to bring this podcast to another platform. Now, there's nothing wrong with ads or working with a large production company. It's what keeps the lights on for some podcasters, but I've got to be honest, I would prefer not. I would prefer to keep this independent. So here's the why that I'm asking. This podcast is a one-man show. From writing, to recording, to producing, to editing, to distribution, I've recently had someone helping with some of the writing and research, but I don't have a team. I don't have a production staff. I research a lot, I read a lot, and then I question, and then I sit at a desk for two to three days each week, putting an episode together. So here's what I'm asking. Will you help me with just one or two dollars a month? That's all I'm asking. Will you help me with one or two dollars a month to help this podcast continue? Because with your help, I can actually bring on some additional help, such as an editor and a producer and some help with the research. Will you help me keep this podcast going? On the website, cometdownpodcast.com, you'll see three areas where you can help. There's a blue floating button at the bottom left of the screen with a coffee cup that has a big heart in it that says support me. There's also a blue button that's just above the email list section that says support me. And at the very bottom of the website, there's a QR code that you can scan as well. Will you please help me in keeping this podcast ad-free as I really don't want to pitch products that have no relevance to our conversations. I really don't want to scale back the episode releases either. 
I want this to thrive. I want to do local meetups when I'm touring. So if I'm in your area, I can rent a space and we can all get together and we can meet and we can smile and we can share. I want this to be a community. I want this to grow and to inspire each other. I wish I could do this all on my own. I do. I mean, truly, me against the world, bring it. That's my nature. However, this is not the case. It takes a village, or at least a few people, to make this podcast happen. So while I'm already doing what I can, I need your help. A reoccurring $1 to $2 a month is enough to show your love and appreciation, and I would be so incredibly grateful if you have the means to do it. Again, if. If you don't have the means, don't do it. I understand. But $1 to $2 a month is less than a dollar an episode each month. If you'd like to do $4, by all means, that would make it a dollar an episode. I would be ecstatic. But honestly, I'm just asking for $1 to $2 a month. It would help immensely. Again, commentdownpodcast.com. Click on anything that looks like a coffee cup or the QR code at the very bottom of the page. And you'll have the option for a one-time gift or for a monthly reoccurring. If you would, please choose the $1 to $2 monthly reoccurring. That would be amazing. Oh, and I got to mention this because a listener gave $5 yesterday and it brought the biggest smile on my face. So I'm not even asking for help. And Jennifer A., you were so kind. You were so generous that all of a sudden my email just showed that you gave $5 because you just liked the podcast. So thank you. It means the world. So, okay. Thank you. Asking for help has never been my strong suit. I'm the type of person that tries to figure out the problem at hand on my own if I can and never wanting to burden someone else with my issues. But over time, I'm learning that reaching out for advice or even just turning to a friend when things get rough, it's helpful. It helps. And like John Lennon, like all of us, that is all any of us could ever hope for. Just a little help. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature. But my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. 
I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.